Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Macklin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, That's It! That's the Stronghold. In the first week of one of the churches that I was the senior pastor for, the first week in that assignment, someone came up to me and said, Steve, this city is hard for the gospel. (laughs) And I thought, that's it. That's it. Agreement with negative past experience creates the strongholds. I said, if I believe that, then I become one of the biggest problems in my city. That belief is going to do more damage to the purposes of God than anything the devil's doing. Now, I'm going to try to convince you of that in this podcast. By the way, thanks so much. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Every week, I seek to ignite your hope. Where there's hope, there's also all joy, there's peace. I seek every week to further convince you that what we believe is more important than what we do. The greatest question is not, Lord, what should I do? The greater question is, Lord, what should I believe? What should I believe here in the beginning of 2022? What should I renew my mind with? And as we consider this, that's it. That's the stronghold. It really forces us to consider what is it that blocks the purposes of God? Jesus said in Mark 7, 13, he said, your traditions have made the word of God of no effect. He's talking to the Pharisees, the religious leaders of that time, your traditions, your belief systems, what what you have deemed as actually uh, important is not really important. And actually, it is hindering the word. I remember Bill Johnson, senior leader, Bethel Church, remember listening to him in the 90s, and, and he said, There's only one thing more powerful than the Word of God. It's the traditions of men. And so many of those traditions, they're not just formalities uh, or ritualistic things. They're belief systems. And so what are the strongholds? The most famous spiritual warfare passage in the Bible is 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. It says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. The most quoted spiritual warfare passage in the Bible, is not talking about regional demonic principalities. It's talking about belief systems in our own minds. Now, I'm not saying we discount the devil. 
I am so thankful for people who have great deliverance ministries. I'm so thankful for those who cause us to value walking in the power of God. But I believe this. I believe the devil's been overemphasized and what we believe has been underemphasized. And I'll say this, it's been, especially in the topic of spiritual warfare, it has been greatly overemphasized and what we believe has been greatly underemphasized. Now, when I became a follower of Jesus at age 19, I remember going to church after that, and if I didn't feel saved, then I didn't believe I was saved. And if they gave the altar call to be saved, I would go up and get saved again just to make sure. <laughs> then the Lord says, Steve, I've got good news for you. You are saved even when you don't feel saved. And I thought feelings were the highest indicator of truth that, that there is. No, feelings don't validate truth. They just validate what we believe to be true. Feelings don't validate truth. They validate what we believe to be true. And even after hearing that, I would still come to church not feeling saved, which would, I'd be tempted to believe I wasn't saved, and I'd actually believe it. They'd give the altar call to be saved. I'd want to go back down there so bad, and the Lord says, do not go down there. But Lord, I know if I go down there, I'll feel better. And he says, I'm going to, I'm going to show you how to break that spirit of heaviness off of you. It's not by doing something different. It's by believing something different. Now, when I decided to believe that I was saved when I didn't feel saved, that was greater spiritual warfare than me rebuking the devil for 30 minutes. That's high-level warfare. When I believe I'm righteous, when I don't feel righteous, that's great warfare. When I believe I'm powerful, when I don't feel powerful, that's the highest level of warfare there is. The clear command that is given in that verse is to take every thought captive. The highest level of spiritual warfare is to think higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. And so as we, and I've shared these things before, but, but I want to repeat them, but I want to go deeper in this podcast. The, it says the weapons of our warfare. We've been given weapons. We've been given the weapon of encountering the love of God, the weapon of believing God's approval, the weapon of ministries that bring truth to restore our soul, to heal the brokenness in our heart, inner healing type ministries that connect us with the love and the word of God, weapons of declarations, 
It's one of the reasons we make declarations, is it's a powerful weapon. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now, again, the strongholds that it's talking about are strongholds in our own thinking. You know why it's called a stronghold? Because it has a stronghold. It doesn't want to go. And it says we demolish arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So we, we demolish arguments. What the, and one of the greatest arguments that wants to stand and exalt itself against the knowledge of God, that wants to make the word of God of no effect, is the argument of past experience. Let me remind you of the phrase, who told you that? Genesis 3.11, God asked Adam, who told you that you were naked? The Lord took the phrase, who told you that, and talked to me. I'd say, I don't have the gift of healing. Who told you that? I'd say, my past. He says, why do you renew your mind with the past rather than what I say? I would say, I don't remember names well, or I'm disorganized, or... I'm not a good speaker in front of people. I'm not a good communicator. I don't do right. Who told you that? And I realized again that that belief in, of getting my beliefs in the past was the problem. That's it. That's a stronghold. Now, we don't deny the past. We just don't get our beliefs from it. By the way, somebody who's heard this before who's listening right now, is getting breakthrough and is getting revelation on what I'm talking about. When the person said, this city is hard for the gospel to me, we we don't deny it's been hard, but we don't call it hard. Because the moment we call it hard, that's it. That's the stronghold. Romans 4.17, God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that are not as though they are. God's method of bringing life to dead things in us, in our families, in our cities, in our nations, is for someone to call it by what God calls it. That is illustrated in the phrase, let the weak say, I am strong. Joel 3.10. Now, we don't deny weakness. We don't, we don't try to pretend we're not experiencing weakness. If, if we're experiencing weakness, we go to the doctor, take medicine, get prayer, get counseling. None of those things are wrong, but we don't call ourselves weak. Let the weak say, I am strong. I'm a strong person having a weak experience. Because if I call myself weak, that's the stronghold. That thing is is bigger than anything that the devil's doing. That's it. That's the stronghold. Now we can look at the life of Gideon. In Gideon, he was given a word. He was there in a dark time of the nation of Israel. He was given a word. 
The Lord is with you, mighty man of valor, Judges 6.12. And, and he argued. Again, we demolish arguments, it says. He argued with, with the word. He said, hey, if the Lord's with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all the miracles that we've heard about? God's abandoned us. Basically, he's saying it's too late. He argued with the word. And I've said many times our strongholds hate hope. Hope is risky business because you start listening to hope preachers like me. Uh, and I used to not like to listen to hope preachers because I realized if I listened to a hope preacher, I had to make the decision. Do I get my hopes up again now? Because I didn't, there was times in my life where I was, I just frankly, I was fearful of being disappointed again. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I didn't want to, that's the way Gideon was. But here's the thing. When we think about that's it, that's the stronghold. Let me put it this way. What Gideon was thinking, that's it. That's the stronghold. That's that is the problem. That's the problem. The problem wasn't the Midianites who represented government at that time, oppressive government. That wasn't really the problem. The problem wasn't a demonic regional principality. The problem wasn't Baal worship. Uh, all of those were symptoms of a, of a deeper problem. But literally, the future of the nation of Israel was locked up in Gideon's thinking. When Gideon thought right, the nation got saved. God's doing something in our thinking right now. That's it. My, my, my belief that my prayers aren't working. That's it. That's the stronghold. My belief of feeling less than other. That's it. That belief that seems to be validated by what I feel. That's the stronghold. That's the blockage. That thing. Once that thing gets defeated, we're unstoppable. Wow, wow, wow. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Hey, let me remind you of a couple things. We still have available on our IgnitingHopeAcademy.com platform our 40 Days of Hope. You can sign up for that right now. IgnitingHope.com, excuse me, IgnitingHopeAcademy.com. 40 days, you, you'll get a free download of my new book, Igniting Hope in 40 Days. You'll get 40 three to five minute videos that go with that. Hey, if you can't afford it, let us know. We want everybody to have the resource, $35 for the download of the book in 43 to five minute videos plus uh, declarations and some other fun things. And starting in the beginning of March, we're going to be doing our 40 day negativity fast positivity feast. We're going to add some new things to that this year. Three levels, a free level. Uh, I believe at $25, $30 level. Sorry, I don't remember the exact price on that for more content. And then a level where you can have sessions with an Igniting Hope belief trainer. That is coming up. And watch for our Thriving Church Leadership Online course, our Culture of Empowerment course during this summer. And then Connie Jones from our team is going to have a reigning in life uh, online course. A lot of good things happening.
Hey, if you're new to us and you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and sign up for that. It's powerful. We're going to be doing some new things with our uh, podcasts and blogs. Watch for that. We're going to be switching over to YouTube here and going to have a, our new YouTube channel is going to be really powerful. Well, I'll be doing these podcasts. We'll be having a video version of the podcast on YouTube. Going to experiment with that. That's going to be so fun. Hey, Steve Backlin here. Thanks again for watching. I'm, we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances, just people who do not have hope. And we're also here to stir up your joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. So we stir up the joy of the Lord. If you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them? And also, if you want to sow financially into Igniting Hope Ministries and help push forward what we're doing, you can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, for that. And one thing I'd love for you to do is... I. I like to emphasize the truth that great people do small things in a great way. We don't wait to do something great. We attach great faith to what we're doing right now, and it becomes great. So why don't we just do that? And I'm asking you to spend five seconds in prayer for Igniting Hope Ministries, my wife, Wendy, and me, our future travel. We're going to be in Springfield, Missouri, soon, Denver, Colorado, uh, Columbus, Ohio area, Indiana. We'll be there in the beginning of March. So good. Just thank you for praying. So let's just, why don't you just take five seconds and pray the prayer of faith over Igniting Hope Ministries right now. Thank you. Thank you so much. It made a huge difference. We love you. Feel free to contact us at info at ignitinghope.com with any testimonies, any questions, any suggestions you have for how we can even take things to a higher level. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.